0: Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan, New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports any way that he can. It's Mike Francis. 66 and 101.9 FM, WFAM. All right, a little past six. We'll take you right up until 6.30. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Brought to you by those who drink it. Back uh, after vacation and obviously into a different world. And there have been many times in doing this for as long as I've done it, there have been many times where the real world collides with what we do. And sometimes completely uh, overruns what we do. These, this is one of those times. As was nine eleven. Other times where you have uh, prominent people die or accidents. Uh, Magic Johnson and what he went through with AIDS. Uh, obviously, the long baseball strike and how that impacted us for over a year. So, not a lot of people who are there now at the station probably have lived through this. I have... And this one, though, is a little different. Because as I talked about, if you heard me on Radio.com earlier today, once you got past the initial shock and the anger and what we went through on 9-11 and the sense of community and all the wonderful things that went on, Everyone was building towards a return date. Taking the cue from obviously leadership, which at the time the president, you know, conferring with league commissioners about when was the right time. But we knew that it was finite. There were days where the last thing you thought about for the first seven or eight days was sports. Everyone was busy. This is a little different because so much of this is sit and wait for something to happen. And what has made this so different and made it so uh, tough to handle and made it so unappealing to different facets of the society, like Wall Street, is that they don't know what it is. They don't know how long it's going to be. They don't know the impact it's going to have. Is this going to be one where we look back and say, boy, it really wasn't that big a deal. Are we going to look back a month from now and say, whoever saw all this devastation, whoever expected this many people to have it, this many people in the hospital, this many people sick, or, hey, there was no there there. We didn't see a lot of people get sick. We didn't have a lot of run on hospitals. We, didn't have, we don't know what's going to happen here. Nobody does. The doctors don't. We see one thing in one country. We see another thing in Italy. And we don't know how long this is going to take. There's no schedule here. We don't know when things are going to happen. And we want deadlines and we want things to look, to, uh, to look forward to. And we want dates and we want to pinpoint and circle things. And we can't do that right now have to take this one day, wait for that day's news, and react accordingly? When is it okay for the kids to go back to school? When is it okay to get back on a plane? When is it okay to get back on a subway? How many people will this impact? Will it impact? Are you worried about getting it because you live with someone who has an existing condition and you don't want to get them sick? Or you live with someone who's elderly and you don't want to get them sick? there are so many variables to this and information has been very hard to come by and if you, depending on what prism you've looked at it from if you've looked at it through the political world it has reacted one way cancellations a different way to campaign shutting down big events etc if you've looked at it from the arts and entertainment world cancelling Production of movies, movie sets shut down. I have friends who work on movies. Their movies have been shut down. They work on movies full-time. Their movies have been shut down. Not releasing movies. People want to be in theaters. Hotels are empty. Airports are empty. Trains are empty. Restaurants are empty. Supermarkets are full. There's nothing on the shelves. Everyone's waiting to when they are quarantined and they're going to be not allowed to come out of the house for a month, even though that might not, ha- ha- not, might not happen. Should I get the test? Should I not get the test? Who should get the test? When am I going to be able to find the test? And now, have I seen the last... I've seen the last of the NCAA tournament because it had a, it's dealing with student-athletes. It has to be handled at certain dates with certain arenas and everything else, and that's out, and it can't be rescheduled. The Masters has already talked tonight about they don't want to postpone. They want to play this year, even if they play in July, even if they contest it in October. They have great resources. They have a club that they can detail the way they want. They might have a little problem with the uh, circumstances around their greens and their terrain and handling it the way they usually do, which is they keep that place open to May and then burn it out for the summer and then we re- get it ready for the next spring, but they have wondrous ways there. If they want to play that on the 4th of July, they'll be ready. If they want to play it in October or September, they'll be ready. I would think they would play it pre-football. There's already talked that PGA is next, which is scheduled for mid-May, and it's going down soon. I heard it could go down by the next couple of days. PGA, which I think is the 14th or 17th of May, is coming down. That's going down next. Derby, last I heard was they're going to try and run away with nobody in the building. That's the last I heard of that. That might be a plan they back off to. I don't know if they will or not. You only, you only get one shot with a three-year-old. If you have a big three-year-old right now, I mean, not that you care, that one person cares. The people left have tis the law right now are thinking, oh, man, do will have this happen. So there are so many variables. There will be a baseball season. When will it start? Who knows? How they will bring them up to the season will impact injuries and stuff like that. Basketball, hockey. Do you bring them back cold and start the playoffs? Do you put them in training camp for five days, start the playoffs? Or do you play the last five games of the season to tune everybody up and give those teams that are close a chance to still compete to get into the playoffs? Is that the equitable way to do this? You're not going to complete the season. We know that. All decisions that have to be made. But we're not even to the point yet where we're even getting ready for those yet. We're still in the sit and wait and watch stage. And we are not very good at sitting or waiting or watching. And we don't like the unknown. And nobody likes the unknown more than Wall Street. That's why you saw what you saw this week. That's why when the president gave his primetime speech the other night and gave nothing in the way of details, the market, which has been really always responded wonderfully to his words, hammered him. And this week, for the first time since he's been president, when he spoke, the market didn't love it. They hated it. And then this afternoon he came out with a bunch of, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And the market said, hey, he's back. And reacted incredibly favorably. And ended up with a rally that wiped out yesterday. Because he was long on details, national emergency. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get the testing. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to get these ready. We're going to get the hospital ready. We're going to do this. That's what he should have done the other night. That's what he did today. He had details. The other night he had none. Today he had a lot. One thing he wanted to knock both sides for is he and Pelosi couldn't agree on anything. And, t- and today they needed to put their petty, uh, uh, petty differences aside and come up with a plan. Because the people need a plan. They each got individual plans. Bottom line is they got it done, but one pretty. But again, we want to know that it's this date and we can be ready for it and look forward to it and talk about it. And right now, it's sit and wait and let's see what happens. We'll get back to you. And we don't like we'll get back to you. Not in any facet of life do we like we'll get back to you. And that's where we are right now. So everything is on hold. Whether your name is Bernie or Biden or Trump or Judge or Conforto. Or maybe everybody except Brady. Because... It looks like the next thing everyone's going to obsess on from a sports standpoint and going to throw all their attention to is the NFL because there's no reason why the NFL can't open their season, which they will, in the next couple of days, which means free agency, which means Tom Brady, which means the saga will not only be the biggest story in town, it will be the only story in town. So we're a couple of days away from the NFL having its free agency. I doubt they will restrict anybody from travel. I mean, maybe they will say, listen, you have to do video conference meetings. You got to use the devices that you can use now, Zoom and et cetera, to have your meetings rather than. We don't suggest you travel, but a lot of these times, these big players can travel on private jets to these events, to these uh, visits anyway, so it's not like they're getting on a regular airline. Uh, but they will open free agency and they will be the only game in town. I guess UFC has in a big event somewhere out of the country, uh, but there's nothing going on. Everybody's canceled, everybody's postponed. I hope that, unfortunately, there's no way to make up something like the NSA tournament. You heard that the Masters is going to try and see if they can squeeze it in in June or July or September or Labor Day. week. Who knows whatever their planning is. The Masters will do it right, and it will be a huge success because they're the Masters. They'll make it work. Everyone will love it, and I just hope they do it this year because I'd like to not miss it. So I hope it happens. And if they want to, they have the resources. They'll get it done. they are at a big advantage in getting it done because they have everything they need, including, you know, an an abundance of resources. So we'll see how that plays out. And the other sports will come back. Maybe not tomorrow. It's going to be a slow couple of weeks. Uh, And you're going to realize how much, which I think you already know, how much it is part of your... Everyday existence, because if you are a sports fan, if it, it, it's a big part of your existence, whether you're a baseball fan, and every day you spend a part of that day with your team, and so many people do a baseball season that way, where that is something that is so, you know, elderly, indigent people who can look forward to nothing more than that ball game that's on every day that takes up a big part of their afternoon or evening. It gives them something to look forward to. Throw in a pregame and a postgame and everything in between. Now you can even watch the replay of it if you want to do that the next morning. So it's there for you every single day. And we've been down this road before, but this is a little different. Because we don't have anything to really discuss here. We're not discussing an attack. We're not really sure exactly what we're discussing. It's a threat of some magnitude, maybe, great, I'm not in any way minimizing it. Wouldn't do that. I'm not trying to make it more than it will be, because I just don't know what it'll be. We're going to find out what you can logically understand is there's going to be more cases and more positives. Matter of fact, one of the kids just told me that there was a positive in their building, in the fans' building, not on their floor, but on the, in their building. My son just came in and said there was a positive in his school. You're going to hear that everywhere you go now. There's going to be a positive on your block. There's going to be a positive in your neighborhood. There's going to be a positive someone you know, someone you work with, someone who works with, you know, there won't be many degrees of separation between you and this you will know someone or it will happen to someone you know very, very, it will be very common. And it may even, you know, get to us. And it might not be any worse than a regular flu. Hopefully it's not. God willing, it's not. And take the precautionary steps, you know. And, and listen, you can't tell people not to, you know, clean out Costco Is they're going to do that. They do that when we get an inch of snow. You can imagine what the... I can't even imagine. My wife told me she couldn't even get into the supermarkets today. And she, you know, buys all this organic vegetables and all this stuff on a daily basis. And she went and the vegetables were cleaned out. She said, nothing, nothing in the entire store. Every vegetable gone. Every cleaning product paper product gone so it's like people are getting ready to to be sequestered for the next eight years some people are I've had people tell me stories of the stuff they put well I stocked my garage I got this I got that I got that I said what are you are you you staying for the year you're never going back out again hopefully doesn't get to that point because it's bad enough that we have to go through March without the tournament. That's hard enough. I mean that is that is I'm sorry, that is a sacrifice. Just like not having a masters this year if it doesn't show up would be a major sacrifice. Or just not having opening day to look forward to as we normally do. The build up, the countdown. But eventually there will be an opening day. That we know. That will happen. Just have to wait. Just let things unfold, and we're not very good at that. We're not very good at unknown. We're not very good at waiting. We're terrible at waiting. We want it now. We want it yesterday, and we want to know and we want to analyze every part of it, and we want to look at the good and the bad and analyze it and talk about it. And right now, there's not anything to discuss. We'll see what it is. We'll see how close to home it hits. Think about where this was. Just, just take a timeline for a second and think about where this was a week ago in our nation's consciousness, in your consciousness, and where it is today. Think about all the things that have gone on. You might be someone who doesn't ever think about Wall Street. You have a 401k, but you don't even think twice. You have mutual funds and you have uh, you know stock index funds or you have whatever they tell you to have and that's it and you don't care about that, which I understand. A lot of people that way, which is fine. But this week you paid attention to that because you heard about almost crash-like conditions. That's when Wall Street leads the... Leads the news. Leads the news on really bad days. Or maybe a really active day, but most of the time really bad days. The doom and gloom days. And then the sports start falling one after another. Well, we're going to have the tournament. And say, says no. Then this one says no. Then that one says no. But they're going to do this. No, they're going to not. They're going to do this. Even the Biggies going out there and starting the game. And I'm not getting on the Biggies for doing that or Val Ackerman for doing that. You know what? I'm sure she hadn't been told she couldn't do it, so went out there to start the game. You know, St. John's wanted to get out there against Creighton after their incredible performance. That was, the best, that was the best half of basketball that St. John's has probably played in a decade. What they did against the Hoyas the other night in the second half. A team that has struggled to finish, finishing 23 zip. Their defense, their continuity, they're making the extra pass. All the things they did down the stretch of that game was beautiful to watch. That's the best that they've, I mean, I, they haven't played that well in so long, it's scary and ended a game from behind. And remember, they were down big in that game. And this is a team that has lost so many... I mean, they've had their moments. They've won some big games. They slaughtered Creighton when Creighton was red hot, hit 14 threes in that game. But that game against Georgetown the other night, that comeback, and that second half was unbelievable. That's the best they've looked in... 10 years, I might be light. It might be more than 10 years. 23 to zip to finish the game. Talking about basketball before we hand it off to Chris Moore. I've known Tim. He's been sick all year. I've talked to Tim a bunch of times. He's been very private about this, which is his want, and I'll respect that. He stepped down today as the head coach, and You know on this show, Tim and I go way back. His family and my family go back. He and my brother go back. His brothers and my brothers go back. My brother was a basketball player. They go back. He is a great coach. Coach St. Mary's in Manhasset. Everything he touched in college has been unbelievable. He's got a gift. I've always told you that as a coach. He's done an amazing job at Iona six NCAA tournaments in nine years that Iona is doing something. Check out Iona. And this isn't to knock anybody and knock their young coach or anything else. How much did they miss Tim Close this year? They won 12 games. This is a team that got used to winning 25 every year with Timmy Cluse. Every year. Playing in a one-and-done league, getting to the NCAA tournament six times in nine years. And that's a league where you can't slip up. They're not taking five teams. They're taking one team. Go look at his record there year after year after year, playing fun ball, playing exciting ball, playing wide open ball, and winning 25 games every year at a place like Iona. He did a masterful job. He stepped down today, officially, after not being there this year because he's taking care of the most important thing he's got to take care of. I just thought today it should be, he should be recognized for the utterly brilliant job he did there. I know I'm partial, and I am. I admit that. But what I always told you about him was the God's honest truth. The guy is a great coach. Could have coached anywhere. Should have coached St. John's. Didn't happen. That's fine. Iona was the recipient of all that great coaching over all those years. Right now, we just wish him well and uh, send him our best wishes and our uh, blessings and prayers that he gets better. But you want to take a second to remember just an incredible job he did there. Really. You'll know it by what you saw this year. You'll know it by what you see in the next five or seven years and realize how hard it is to do it at a school like that, at a mid-major school, to sit there and dominate a league the way he dominated a league year after year after year. That's what he is. He's a special coach. He always was. And a good guy. And I'm not saying goodbye to him. He's not going anywhere. He's going to stay at the school. He's just got to take care of his health right now. But I thought his career should be recognized because he's earned that. He had an incredible run there. Let's go check it out if you don't believe me. If you don't remember it, you haven't thought about it that much, but he did year after year after year. Did a brilliant job there. And it should be noted. And we send him our best and our prayers, and hopefully he's uh, feeling better. I was thinking about him the other day. As I want to uh, play, and it just wasn't the same. But, hey, not everybody's Tim Clues. Casamigos Tequila, as always, brings you the program, brought to you by those who drink it. Chris Moore is next. Have a safe weekend. Use it constructively. We'll see you Monday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.